Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. What's up, said lover? Welcome to another podcast of Come On, Son, the podcast. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody is is uh, enjoying themselves so far in this new year, even though we start the new year off with a new variant of COVID-19. I mean, I swear I thought we were done with this, y'all. I, I just thought we were done with it. But then as down as I get about it and the effects that it's having on society, um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for a lot of things. I'm grateful, number one, that this is podcast number 199, soon to be podcast number 200. I'm grateful for that because um, if y'all wouldn't listen, I couldn't have a podcast at all. Let me tell you something, man. I want I want to share something with you. Uh, a couple of things I want to talk about today. But the the first thing that I want to share with you is you should just be grateful. Like I know we all struggling, we all scrambling to get to a certain place in life, but don't forget to take the time out to be grateful for where you are right now. Like I always got to look around me and remind myself that I'm grateful, and don't get. FOMO from things that, you know, fear of missing out. Don't get FOMO from things that you see other people doing to other uh, places that they attend that you may not be a part of, you know, or you don't feel like you're in that space or in that crowd. Just look around you and, and, and be thankful that you don't really have to put up with a lot of the fake BS that goes on. Cause I know a lot of us, you know, have been on the fringes of, of the entertainment business or have been veterans of the entertainment business. And you may look at something and go, damn, I didn't get an invitation to that. Or I knew this person for this long or that long. Don't worry about it. Just look around you and be grateful for what you have and who your friends are and things of that nature. Like I give you a classic example. I just moved right from one home to a, to a bigger home with a lot more space. And I was in my basement and all the stuff that they took out of my townhouse to the house, they boxed up. And one of the things they boxed up was like my sneakers and my shoes. So I'm downstairs and I just went to the container store and got some more of those clear shoe bins drop front 
shoeboxes, and I stacked up 60 of them, and I filled 60 of them up. 50 of them are my Jordans, and the other 10 are just some, like, amazing Air Force Ones, you know, collected item Air Force Ones, glow-in-the-dark dunks, De La Soul dunks, video music box, Air Force Ones, LeBrons, stuff like that that I just put in one row by itself, which I'm probably going to have to move because I still got a lot more sneakers I'm discovering in boxes. But the point that I'm trying to make is there is somebody out there that has holes in their shoes. There's somebody out there that don't have shoes at all. There's somebody out there that doesn't know where their next meal is coming from. There's somebody out there that doesn't have a winter coat. There's somebody out there that is homeless, period, that doesn't have a roof over their head at all. And here I am looking at 50 pair of J's and feeling left out because I'm not at Mary J. Blige's birthday party. Like, how dare me? I live in Atlanta. Nine times out of ten, if I would even gotten an invitation, I wouldn't have paid for a ticket to go to New York and get a hotel and a rental car for that. I mean, that's for people that I'm seeing that are there that on that live there. And I and I I, I absolutely got FOMO for a real quick minute because I was like, wow, I was married. I don't marry for a long time. And I'm quite sure a lot of other people did like that. But then I had to say to myself, damn, Ed, you got a couple of thousand of square feet in this house. You you work every day. You get paid every two weeks. You make extra money on the side. Your podcast people are listening to. People are backing you on your on your Patreon platform. Well, come on, son. They loving Easy Eats with Ed Lover. They loving everything that you got going on right now. You're about to pick up another radio station. You're on Saturdays every uh, Saturday morning on V103 with nothing but classics radio show. That's probably going to turn into being syndicated. You got a movie that people are actually interested in picking up that you wrote. What are you complaining about, dude? <laughs> I mean, for real. What do you really have to complain about? You should be grateful, brother. And I'm grateful. Grateful, 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 grateful. Sometimes I don't feel well. Like anybody else, I got to go to the doctor, y'all, to check out whether or not I have sciatica in my left leg. My left leg is bothering me. But what do I have to really you know, be upset about. Bob Saget is gone. Betty White is gone. Sidney Poitier is gone. Jesse D from the Force MDs is gone. Jesse D was younger than me, and I'm still here. I can rattle off 10, 20, 30, 40 people that are gone, and I'm still here by the grace of God, and I'm still able to make a living. I have more sneakers than I can wear. I got more clothes than I can wear. I mean, I'm happy. I got a good family. You know? Great friends. Real friends. Not fake industry friends. Real friends. I just, uh, you know, I just found out that one of my homegirls just got the COO job at uh, Alamo Records. She's reuniting with her former person over at Atlantic. Todd Moscow with Juliet Jones. Shout out to Juliet. Real, real good people. 
my man Kev Holiday, good people, people that, like, no matter where I was at in my life, and I have been in between jobs, y'all. Okay, no matter where I was in my life, was like, yo, Ed, you good? Ed, come on, we over here, I'm in town. Holler at me when they actually get in town. Not the people that just, when you are in that position to help them do something, would call on you, and then once you're not in that position anymore, they flake on you. Those are not your real friends at all. So don't worry about it. Worry about your true A1s from day one people that you really love. I just called my man Tom the other day because I haven't talked to him in a long time. Tom Evans, one of my closest friends. I'm like, yo, bro, are you good? Just like, because, you know, I called you, you ain't called me back. And he texts me back, yeah, bro, I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, you know what, that's all I need to know. You one of my A1s from day one. 20 plus years of friendship and love and respect. You stood next to me when I got married, along with my son and along with my best friend, Kurt, and along with my man, D, my best friend, D. These are my A1s from day ones, man. These are the guys that I love that I'm always going to have a conversation with about life and love, and none of them are famous, and that it doesn't make a difference, man. And I didn't say all of that about my Jordan collection to, br to brag or anything like that. That's just a thing that I got that I love, sneakers. But I said that because... I'm sitting here worrying about not being invited to Mary J. Blige's birthday party. And I have an abundance of things that I love and an abundance of people that I love. And I should be more grateful for what I have. And not just what I have, who I have. My mom is still alive at 80-something years old. I can still pick up the phone and call my mom. That's a lot to be grateful for. We keep fighting and scratching and... and for a little bit of something when it's really all about nothing. And I should know better than this. At my age, I should know better. And God keeps blessing me with abundance over and over and over and over again. Always remember that people are in your life for a reason and a season. The smoke and mirrors, it's a facade and it's not real. It's your real people that's going to be with you forever. That's why I'm I'm so blessed and I'm up to number 199. It's almost 200 episodes. And listen, y'all are listening. That's cool. That's cool for me. I never thought that I could get on a platform where I could speak my truth and speak my mind. And people would actually listen outside of me being on the radio or outside of me you know, being Mr. Funny Man on stage somewhere. This shit is, shit is cool. And I'm grateful. And I want to say thank you to each and every one of y'all. And I want to say thank you to Combat Jack. God bless your soul, bro, for even getting me interested in podcasting. And Premium Pete and and my, my super producer, Krista, and Cam P for introducing me to the... Uh, Patreon platform and believing in me and everybody that supported me. And I don't even press my friends. I don't ask them if they listen to my podcast because that's not going to sustain me. You know, we, we tend to get mad. My friends don't even support me. I got a restaurant. My friends ain't supporting me. Listen, your friends are not your customers. That's not who you trying to appease. 
You're trying to appease the general public to have something that the public wants, whether it's what you're talking about or whether it's an item, a, a shirt, a, a clothing line, a restaurant, a barbershop. You do the best you can. And when you do the best you can and you do it well, you will always shine. You can't be mad at people if they not just like, if they find something else more entertaining than you, whether they're your friends or not. I don't, I don't expect my friends to do it. I am, I'm human, just like the rest of you. I'm human. When my friends come tell me about drink champs or whatever, whatever, and then they ask me, oh, how's your podcast doing? And I say to them, well, when's the last time you listened to my podcast? And I get, ah, I'm like, okay. But I'm still going to support whatever you're doing. You know, I'm still going to support it. Okay, so you're more entertained by Drink Champs podcast than you are mine. You know, people got lives. They, 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 they jump in and jump out. I don't listen to everything everybody does, but it doesn't mean I don't love it and support it. Or, you know, my homegirl, like I got homegirl, right? She does like this. Uh, her name is Rhonda. It's Sunshine Creations for you on Instagram. And Rhonda does like these uh, like seafood boils and she sells them around the city. She's in New York and Brooklyn. Actually, she put something else. She put up something the other day. It was honey glazed salmon. And she put a post of it on her Instagram. And I was like, Rhonda, that looks so good. I was like, do you deliver in Georgia? And we both had a good laugh about it. And I support my sister a hundred percent in her business. And I'm going to tell you something. If Rhonda would freeze that food and ship it to me, I would buy it. And I think I sparked an idea with her when I told her, I said, you need to learn how to freeze dry and ship because, um, there's a place in Brooklyn, New York called, I think it's called Just Turkey, but they have like some really, really great turkeys that you buy. And I think they do the majority of their business around Thanksgiving. And I have bought a whole frozen jerk turkey for them and thawed it out for the holiday season. Actually, one of my favorite places in Chicago to get Italian beef, and I know everybody has their own opinions on Italian beef, but I really like Portillo's. And and it's not just the Italian beef. It's also the chicken sandwiches and stuff like that. Portillo's will send the stuff to you for you to make your own Italian beef. So what I was telling Rhonda is you can freeze the ingredients and have it so prepared for the person, like say that all I would have to do is throw it out, put it in the oven, and then put my only my own honey glazed sauce that you have provide it for me because it's your recipe, right? And put my own honey glazed sauce on it. I remember when I was living in Chicago and I hadn't had a good lasagna in a long time. And I love the way my wife makes lasagna. So I kept bugging her and bugging her. I was like, babe, I need a lasagna. I need a lasagna. I need a lasagna. And she cooked the lasagna for me and she froze it, wrapped it up really well, put it in a FedEx box and I got it the next day. And I put it down and I thawed it out and then I baked it and, you know, just warmed it up because it's already cooked, warmed it up. And it was amazing. How many times have we frozen leftovers from Thanksgiving, collard greens or macaroni and cheese or, or whatever you have left over? You froze it 
or even a sweet potato pie. You froze it and thawed it out later and ate it. Or even some leftover ham that you had gotten off, you know, what was left of the ham for those who eat ham. Don't want to leave my vegan people out. But you ate it later. So I think I sparked something with her by saying, hey, do you deliver to Georgia? Because if she did, I would absolutely purchase for her and support her 110%. This has been my friend for a long time, her husband, Brian and Rhonda, really good friends of ours. And I just love the fact that I'm able to do that. And I love the fact that I find solace in God and my friends and my family. My friend Dan Smalls, who's just, we've been friends for so long and now we're business partners. Uh, Dan just handles my things for me so well. It just turned 50 yesterday, man. 50 from the Bronx, New York. Been working in the music business for over 30 years, still working with various labels and stuff, doing his thing as an independent promoter. 50. You know how many people don't get to 50 and I'm almost 60? And I'm still here. It's just being grateful. Being super duper grateful for everything. But one thing that I've learned in 2022, what's going on nowadays in 2022, I do not like to have the vaccinated, unvaccinated conversation with anybody. I'm tired. Listen, it's it's a head buster for me. I am so, so tired of having the conversation. I'm going to put it to you like this, simply, y'all. If you choose to be vaccinated and you choose to be unvaccinated, that is your choice. But as an unvaccinated person, in a small gathering of people like for Dan, I was telling you my man Dan turned 50 yesterday. We had 12 people at dinner. And a conversation came up. And one of my friends is not vaccinated. One of my friends didn't show up because he doesn't believe in the vaccination. And he was like, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't know. Come to, how y'all doing all of that? Uh, having dinners and acting like nothing is going on with the Omicron is running rampant in here. And it's because he's not vaccinated, right? Um, but when the conversation came up, the person that was unvaccinated who believes that all they need is, you know, the usual stuff, ginger, root, elderberry, blah, 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 who got offended when we told him, you're about to eat some lamb chops and you really don't know what they put in these lamb chops, Right. Um, I don't like to have that conversation because it, the conversation gets too heated. So I'll put it to you like this. And, and a lot of my friends were the same way until a couple of them got sick um, and really sick, like hospitalized sick. I'll put it to you this way. If you're unvaccinated and I'm vaccinated and I say I don't want nothing but vaccinated people around me, doesn't mean I don't love you, but you made the choice not to be vaccinated. So don't get mad at me when you don't get invited to things that vaccinated people are doing as a group. If I choose to be around you and you're not vaccinated, then that's my business. 
And if you choose to be around a group of unvaccinated people and I get invited and I go, are they all vaccinated? You go, nah, they like me. They don't believe in it. Then you unvaccinated folks have a good time. It doesn't doesn't mean I don't love you. It means that I want to protect myself. And in protecting myself, I I make the choice not to be around too many people who are not vaccinated. It's the same way you're saying being unvaccinated is your choice. And it is. And I truly stand behind that 100%. That's your choice. It's also my choice not to be around you. Okay? And like President Trump just had a press conference the other day with NPR radio where he was doing a lot of the the, the mumbo-jumbo BS. And um, he was saying that people shouldn't be mandated to be vaccinated. A lot of people disagree with that. I say it's that person's choice, but it's also your employer's choice whether or not they want to have you in the workforce. It's also a a restaurant's choice whether or not they want to allow you in a restaurant. It's also a supermarket's choice whether or not they want you in the supermarket. If you have a choice, everybody else has a choice. And the funny thing is, listening to Trump, Trump is vaccinated and has had his boosters. And y'all are all running like Trump is behind us 100%. He is in theory, because he wants your vote in 2024. In theory, he's behind you. In the theory of you believe what I'm saying, come and vote for me. And he's still on his, he won the election and there was voted fraud. And every single state that he's pointed out, it has been proven even by other Republicans that there's been no voter fraud. He still can't accept the fact that he lost. So the smoke and mirrors are there to gas you up, to think an election was stolen from a president that was not stolen. There's no secret ballots. There's no, a lot of people that voted two and three times. Matter of fact, they just arrested, and I can't remember what city it's in, but I know I saw it in the news, They just arrested two white people, two white Republicans, and locked them up for voting twice. These shenanigans that are going on in this country right now, man, is crazy. Crazy. We're living in a highly dysfunctional society where not are we only going at each other. I think Trump's presence in the White House allowed us to really open our eyes and see the racial barriers that were going on in the United States. You know, one group against another group against another group, whether it's black versus white or black versus Latino or Latino versus white or gay versus straight or male versus female. We're not living comfortably as one society. The Dems versus the Republicans versus the conservative Republicans versus the liberal Republicans, conservative Dems versus conservative, I mean, liberal Dems or, or, or just the independence period and then vaccinated against the unvaccinated. What are we doing? All these years that America's supposed to be the greatest country in the world and we still can't get our ish together. Still. 
still, everybody's fighting everybody. The LGBTQ community against the straight community, against the comedic community of, of you can't say what you want to say. Everything has to be politically correct. Everything you possibly can say to somebody nowadays triggers. I'm tired of that word. When are you going to, when are we going to really take responsibility for how we feel about things or how we decided to handle things? Triggers. Oh, things went left after my dad died. When you're old enough to know right from wrong, you know what you do. You know what you're doing is wrong. Have y'all seen this funny thing that's floating around on the internet? And it says, if you get a home mortgage, you'll probably pay that off in 30 years to the bank. The bank, you'll be paying the bank for 30 years. If you just rob the bank and take the money, you're only going to do about 10 years. See me for more great financial advice. <clears throat> it's crazy. But if you run up in a bank with a note and a gun, you already know that that's wrong. You know it's wrong. So there has to be consequences for that. You can't go and tell the law, I was triggered because my father died when I was really, really young. Nobody wants to hear that, y'all. Nobody cares that you became an alcoholic because somebody passed away. Yeah, there's two roads. There's two roads, and you see them in front of you, you and you know right from wrong. We all grew up with something. Nobody had a perfect life. Oh, my parents got divorced when I was really young, and I didn't know how to handle that. And so that's the reason why I decided... You know, my mom left. You know how many people's mother leave? My mom and still become a, a, a productive citizen? My mom left when I was 15, and I never got over it. So that triggered me to hate all women because I thought all women were toxic because of the way my mom left. And that caused me to hate women and to really want to hurt every woman because of my mother. So I started raping and killing women. Do you think anybody cares? Hmm? That's your trigger? So R. Kelly can say his trigger was that he was molested at a young age, and that's why he should uh, he started uh, molesting and sleeping with underage women and doing the things that he has been convicted of doing. So we all should just forgive him for that. Come on, y'all. Stop it. It's 2022. Let's take responsibility for our own actions. He knew it was wrong. He got off of, he got found not guilty the first time and got over. When he clearly peed on a girl on the tape, we all saw it. Take responsibility or the law will make you take responsibility for what you're doing. You ever see I almost got away with it? Or locked up abroad, especially locked up abroad. Nine times out of ten on locked up abroad, people either put themselves in a position to get screwed over or they already knew what they was doing was wrong. And then when they go to jail, oh, my God, I left my daughter. I haven't seen my daughter. You want everybody to feel sorry for you when you, when you knew if you didn't get caught, you'd been balling out of control with the money that you brought home. But you got caught, now you want everybody to feel sorry for you.
Now something triggered. It's time for us all to take responsibility for what we're all doing, including myself. I made some mistakes in my life. I made some mistakes. And I've apologized 100% for all the mistakes that I made. To anybody that I've ever hurt in or out of a relationship, I apologize. Come on, son, son. Come on, son. Now, this may be hard to believe, y'all, but I am not a morning person. I know. I run a morning show in Chicago. I know on the weekends I'm on the radio in Atlanta in the morning. Everything that I do, I usually do in the morning. Literally all of my business get handled right around sunrise. But you know what? There's one place that has the power to turn me into a morning person, and that is McDonald's. Something about the smell of hash browns in one hand while cuffing my bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit ever so gently in the other as I smother in a grape jelly. That gives me the boost I need to conquer the day. The mix of sweet and savory, plus a big old swig of orange juice to wash it all down, is my true definition of eating good. So if you're like me, struggling to push through the morning, order ahead on the app and stop by your local McDonald's today and get that early a.m. dose of delicious you need to help you defeat the morning sleepies. App download and registration required. If you're looking for an adventure with the family, NerdWallet can help you take the first steps towards making your dream a reality. Start earning points towards a much-deserved trip by using NerdWallet to compare and find credit cards that pack big travel rewards. Because why not turn everyday purchases into an unforgettable experience? And maybe that vacation made you realize you're ready for a place with a bit more space. NerdWallet can help you compare rates to find the smartest mortgage lender for you. And now that you're feeling settled in your new home, wouldn't it be nice to spend less time watching your investments and more time with family? NerdWallet can help you compare and find financial advisors to take the lead on expanding your portfolio while you take the lead on fort building. Whatever you're dreaming of, NerdWallet makes it easy to compare the smartest financial products side by side. Compare and find the smartest financial products for you on NerdWallet. NerdWallet is not an investment advisor nor an investment broker. Information is for educational purposes only. Have you ever seen a vitamin water display at your local store? It's like walking into an actual rainbow. Is it me or are the flavors of vitamin water insanely attractive? Plus, with titles like Energy, Revive, Focus, Refresh, Essential, Power C, and Triple X, it's easy to pick a flavor to match your vibe. The real flex is flavor. Don't forget to check out the newest flavors, Gutsy Watermelon Peach and Look Blueberry Hibiscus. To every woman that I've ever cheated on, I apologize. My dad died when I was 19. I don't use that as an excuse for my bad behavior. I knew what I was doing. I absolutely knew what I was doing. 100%. I'll tell you something, man. Whew, sometimes, just for me, being Ed Lover is a hard life to tow. And I can imagine at what it must be like at a higher financial level or a higher, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just a higher level of notoriety. That's what that's what I'm talking about. A higher level of celebrity. That's what I'm talking about. I watched this Lifetime movie that these two guys, uh, they used to be Michael Jackson's bodyguards. And one of the guys wrote a book. Man, whew. be careful what you wish for. 
You just never know. You think you think everything is good and and it's cool. But people, man, people will hurt you every single time. People that you were good to will hurt you every single time. And it, and it don't even have to be about nothing recent. It's be about something 20 years ago or so. And people will hurt you. When you think you forgot about it, things were normal, people have their own vision of history. I know I have my own vision of history. But people have their own vision of history. I'll give you a classic example. I was talking to my ex-wife uh, the other day. And uh, we were talking about something that happened to us um, before we got married. The reason why we broke up, we had broken up before we actually got married. How we got married was she she had we broke up. She moved to L.A. Um, she was doing makeup and stuff in L.A. And I happened to go to Vegas for Mike Tyson's first fight back after he was locked up. And when I went out to a club in Vegas, I saw her. And I hadn't seen her in, in a while. And I saw her. And we just had a really good time that night catching up. Um, and while we were catching up, I realized that I missed her a whole lot. And I realized that I, I still had a lot of love for her in my heart. So we, we, we kept in touch once I got back. I was living in New Jersey at the time. We kept in touch and we started just trying to make arrangements to see each other, um, trying to, she admitted that she had missed me and still loved me too. And was trying to make arrangements for us to be close again. And I did tell her that I wanted her to move back. Come by, come out of L.A., come back to New Jersey. And uh, she was like, well, I'm not going to go back to Jersey if I live separate away from you anymore. And I was like, well, I don't want you to live away from me anymore. And she moved back, and we ended up staying together. And then we had a child, um, my son Zaire, and then we got married, bought a house, did all that shit all in the same year. Right? But she doesn't remember correctly. This is her revisionist history. The reason why we broke up and the reason why she moved to L.A. And she used to keep a journal. And she said, I got it all written down. I got it all written down in my journal. You know I write all the time. I got it all written down. I said, it doesn't mean that your journal is correct. What you wrote down is correct. Because I remember it one way. You remember it one way. And when I asked my mom about it, because there's a certain part of that that my mother does know. And when I asked my mom about it, my mother remembers it a certain way. The same way I had to take flack just the other day, I look at uh, my man, uh, Lord Jamal from the Brand Nubians. Y'all know the Brand Nubians if you know your hip hop. He has a podcast. They call it the Godcast, right? And he has Lili from SWV on. Now, it's just known that we dated, seriously, for a while in the 90s. And he brought it up that she used to date me. And then all of a sudden, I get thrown under the bus. But when super producer Krista sends out a tweet about me and she answers it and she has nothing but glowing things to say about me, the way she remembers it and the way I remember it is two totally different ways. And it hurt. I'm not going to lie. It hurt that she kind of threw me under the bus on that podcast because I was nothing but nice to her our entire thing, our entire time together. And I did things for her that I don't think a lot of other men would have done for her 
at that time. And she alluded to some things that I really didn't care for. You know, she acted like it wasn't a clean break between us when she moved back to Atlanta. And that's not true at all. That's not true at all. And and then it kind of, you know, people do things for clickbait, bait, right? So the Godcast put up, Lily talks about how Ed Lover left her right after her mother died. Did not happen like that. And then I'm the one that's got to catch the flack from it from the public by hitting me on social media and calling me all out my name. And it did not happen like that. It's the same thing that happened a few years ago when Angie Martinez wrote her book. Angie had her revisionist history on why her interview with Tupac never got played on Hot 97. And I was made out to be the bad guy, and it did not happen that way. And I still haven't had an opportunity to talk to Angie to tell Angie how that affected me when she wrote that. I understand it's revisionist history. I dig that. You know, it's the, it's the same way if pe- other people speak about you, people tend to listen more than when you speak about yourself. Right. The same way I had to sit here and go through my social media and look at everybody try to throw my man stretch under the bus. When some jailbird who was trying to buy a sell a book said that my man stretch had Tupac set up. Thank God Nas finally put it on his he put it out on his last album and said, let's put that to rest because it never happened. Just because somebody says something doesn't mean it's the truth all the time, especially when they're trying to sell something. Angie was trying to sell her book. Lily just announced she got a book coming out. She's trying to sell her book. This dude was trying to sell his book. But I'm here to defend myself. Stretch is not here anymore to defend himself. Only myself and his brother and his daughter and his ex-wife and his family can defend him because we know who he was and we know how much he loved Pac. We know it. Okay? So that never happened. And Angie's saying that I walked in while she was editing her interview and told Puff about what I heard and then Puff called Steve Smith and Steve Smith canceled it. It never happened. I never even heard the interview, y'all. Not a one single bit of it. That's number one. And number two is, at that time, Puff was huge. $100 million company. I had no numbers on Puff. No, it still take me to this day, and I've known Puff 30 years. I still got to go through different channels to get in touch with Brother Love or Puff or P. Diddy or whatever his name is. He's still my man, still love him, but I don't and never have from the time that he blew up a direct line on Puff. You know what my direct line on Puff used to be early days in his career when he had the um, burgundy cabriolet with the white vinyl top that, we, you know, um, convertible cabriolet? He lived around the corner from me in Hackensack. So that was my line to Puff. I go around the corner and knock on his door early, early, early days of Bad Boy. Once Bad Boy became a $100 million company, I had no direct line to Puff. 
Oh, I can call him up and tell him Tupac talking bad about you and Hot 97 is going to air it. And then he calls Steve Smith and Steve Smith says, nah, Angie, we ain't going to air that. Fuck out of here. That never happened. And then also in the book, she gives Steve Smith the credit, who was our program director, for putting her in the position that she was when Steve didn't even know she existed until I told him because she was working overnights. I championed Angie coming from overnights to a regular shift on Hot 97 because I felt that she was A, good, which she was and is, and B, that she reflected hip-hop, which she did and does and has always been. That wasn't Steve's brainchild by himself. That was his number one morning show guy telling him, listen, the people that we have right now, on these airwaves, do not reflect New York City hip-hop. We're a hip-hop station. You got to put people in there that when people see them, they reflect the radio station, what they look, what they sound, and what they're all about. These other people that we have here, they're just trying to collect a check, and you need to get rid of them. On my children. That's how he got, Angie got on his radar, but that part is not told. So make me the villain. Revisionist history. Sometimes things that I say, I don't remember 100% correct. Not all the deets. I don't always remember all the details. That's why when I write my book, I am going to acquiesce to people that were with me when certain things happen so they can tell you how they saw it from their perspective. That's why people will talk to whoever writes this. I've never written an entire book like sat down on my computer and wrote a book. So there will be somebody that will write my actual story, but they have to talk to people that were around me at the time. At the time. Because you're going to hear two different versions of everything. And, I'm, and you know, it, it, it bothers me. And it hurts me from people that I was good to to throw my ass under the bus like that with their revisionist fucking history. It, it pains me. And when the book came out, I was on the air in Atlanta, and she was supposed to come through. I'm talking about Angie Martinez. She was supposed to come through um, on her book tour and do my radio station. And for some reason, it didn't happen. I'm not sure if her, whoever the publicist was, like, mm, maybe we don't want to get you. might be a little chippy when you do the Ed Lover Morning Show. Because I was definitely going to ask her where she came with that from because that never happened you know if if i say something foul about somebody and they have open social media they're going to get attacked and i don't want people that i care for to get attacked you know with 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 lily from swv what bothers me is when people ask me i'll be like yeah we dated we had a great time it was wonderful i always have nothing but the utmost respect and the best you know, to her, and I want the best for her, why is it necessary to throw me under the fucking bus? When it did not, you made, she made it sound like her mom died, and then the next day I broke up with her. It was when she went back to Atlanta, and I told her, and my mother, I talked to my mother the other day, and my mom was like, yep, that's exactly what happened. Y'all were on the stoop, and she told you she was going back to Atlanta, and you told her we cannot 
be together because this long distance relationship ain't going to work because you're on the road doing things with SWV. I'm on your TV raps and I have a radio show and I'm doing things outside of the radio show too. When are we going to see each other? It was easy when you was in Jersey because I just drive to your crib. And I gave you your key back. That's how tight we was. I came and gone from her house whenever I felt like it. Funny story about being over there one day. She was out of town. The group was on the road doing some shows somewhere. I don't know. Can't remember where. But I was taking care of the house. And taking care of the house, y'all, I would like to let you know for a while, included taking care of her kids, too. Her kids, not mine. Um, and I was going to the mailbox to get her mail. And Biggie lived in the same complex that she lived in, in New Jersey. And uh, I was getting a mail out of the box. The, the way the townhouses were set up, there was like a central mail station out there. And it was in walking distance from, and I didn't realize Big lived so close because I didn't just go over there and ring Big's bell. You know, if I saw him, he told me to come by, I'd come by. But I'm not going to invade the man's privacy like that. Like, I lived next door to Chris Lighty, God rest his soul, for a while. I didn't just go to Chris' house every day and ring the bell. Like, I didn't do that. If I seen Chris in the backyard or something, we chopped it up. Or, you know, if he was coming in, I was coming in or going, and we saw each other, it was, it was, it was like that. But Chris had his own friends. I had my own friends. But we were cool. Um, and I'm getting the mail. And I hear, all good for wicked believers. And I turn around, it was big and season. I'm laughing at me for getting uh, Lily's mail out the mailbox, man. I'll never forget that. Big always had a fucking joke and a great sense of humor. All of that. All of that. I'll never forget that. But, you know, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to wait. And uh, like I said, Stay strong in my faith and and be grateful. And sooner or later, I'm going to have a conversation about this. Because have you ever heard the term, there's his side and then his side or his side and her side and then the truth? That's what it is. We we didn't have it. We don't have what they call receipts back then in in the 90s. We didn't have receipts where you could say, well, I can prove it because this, that, or the third happened. It's just revisionist history. But I don't do revisionist history to hurt other people. And people sometimes don't realize the stuff that they put out there hurts other people. But that's because hurt people hurt people. That's very, very true, y'all. That's why Donald Trump is doing what he's doing. To my man, Joe Byron. Hey, take me out to dinner. Oh, <laughs> bing bang. That's why he's doing it, because he hurt. He butt hurt that he lost the election, that the majority of Americans were tired of him as president. The insurrection happened after the election. You know, all of this stuff went down, and people were just tired of Trump and his craziness and his lies and his non-factual speaking and Joe Biden got more votes than any other president has ever gotten in the history of the United States. And that includes one of our fan favorites, Barack Obama. And it just bothers him. So he's still running around spewing lies and trying to hurt the presidency of Joe Biden because he's but hurt. 
and everybody around him is butthurt. Not about the what's better for the country, but what's better for them. Power-hungry people do strange stuff, y'all. Strange. People hate to be released, relieved of their power. They hate it. Do you know what it felt like for them to be in that White House? Do you know how embarrassing it must be for him to this day? And this is the reason why he keeps lying. How embarrassing it must be for him to this day. Okay. To be a one-term president. One term. And some people that have came with their revisionist history and did things to me and lied on me and said I did this and did that. I have to look at their whole thing as and say, oh, okay, I see why. Oh, they heard about that. Yeah. I could dig it. I'm married. I've got a great family and you still can't find nobody. So, right. You want to keep talking about me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well over here. I'm doing my thing. So somebody asks you about Ed, you're going to say blah, 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 because you're a little salty that you, you know, can't do that like that. You know, you're iconic, but I'm, yeah. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I got podcasts that's popping, and yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. I fail you. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mad because my man was, yeah. Yeah, because you can't really tell that story about Pac without mentioning Randy Stretch Walker. You wasn't really like that with the homie, so you were trying to damage that because homeboy dead and he can't, yeah. I get it. Hurt people hurt people. I get it. I get it. You ain't got no bread, so you just trying to, yeah, come up on some, make up some shit to sell a scribe. Yeah, I get it. So I'm going to throw my man under the bus and this one will throw me under the bus and this one will throw this one under the bus. I'm try- I just want to tell my story. I don't want to throw nobody under the bus. I don't want to do that. I'm not a hurt person. Like I told y'all, I'm grateful. I'm happy. I'm shining in the light of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and God. I'm shining. And every time I've been down in my life, to quote Jay-Z, I bounce back up like round ball, y'all. Can't stop this, Sean. Too happy. I don't damn what nobody's talking about. I don't care what how salty Trump is. Bro, you one term, you done, you did your little four years, and we don't want you no more. And you can run again in 2024, but it ain't going to help you, man. See, some people don't know how to chill. Some people want to shoot themselves in the foot. Antonio Brown comes to mind. Don't know how to chill. The Giants just got rid of their head coach and their GM. Great, because them two had no business in that position. They don't know how to. They don't know how to chill. They don't know how to chill. Matter of fact, this probably be the only little bit of record that I play, song that I play. Because I usually insert some songs, but I was just on a on a, on a, in the mood to just talk on my 199th episode. You got to chill. By EPMD. Super producer Krista, give me a little bit of you gots to chill. 
Never sweating your girl, YP, but she's a schizoid. When I'm on the scene, I always rock the spot. I grab the steel with the crown on top. In the beginning, I like to let my rhymes flow. And at 12, I press cruise control. Sit back and relax. Let my rhymes tax. Maintain them C's while the double max. Always calm under pressure. No need to act ill. Listen when I tell you, boy, you got to show. The computer information on rap Like the BRZ my kisses I make your toes tap I format the rhymes Step by step Make them sound deaf To maintain my rap Prepare to come off In case of a diss Don't worry about the thing Cause we can do this I can turn the party out Just by standing still Be grateful y'all Be humble Remember You know That no matter all of that anger And all of that You know When people try to Get at you and all that. Can't prosper against you unless you, if you got God. Can't do nothing. I know who I am. I know what I've done. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Don't get FOMO if you don't get invited. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. My man Dan turned 50. We had a turn up for Dan last night. That's the one I should have been at. I shouldn't have been over there. Those people, we don't talk all the time. Dan is my man. We talk every day. I'm actually supposed to be with him in Vegas right now. But I just picked up the new gig Saturday mornings on V103 in Atlanta. And let me tell you how happy I am to be there. Good God, it feels like something, somebody gets it. I'm doing a show called Nothing But Classics on V103, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. every Saturday morning. Man, Reggie Rouse, you're a pleasure to work with, bro. That's the program director at V103. You get it. He feels it. He understands. He understands. I almost said understands. He understands the music and the culture, and he gets it. It's the first time in the last, I would say, four or five years that I've been extremely, extremely happy. Like over the top ecstatic about working and working with someone. Thank God for you, man. And you know what's funny? I didn't even think that I was on this guy's radar. I didn't I didn't think I was on Reggie Rouse's radar because I think it's just his personality. He has a quiet type personality. Um so I never thought that I was on his radar. I never thought that he knew who I was. Even when I used to come to his station to broadcast back into Chicago every morning and I would go by and see, um, you know, uh, Frank Ski, you know, because they would still be on the air and I would be finishing up and I would walk by and knock on the window and say, hey, to Frank. And Frank would be like, yo, I want to introduce you to Reggie Rouse. And even though, I, you know, I met him with Tigger a few times, I met him in different on spaces um, a few times and he would be working at his desk and he would, Hey man, hi, Hey, how you doing? You know? And I was like, damn, you know, when um, Frank left and um, that job was up for grabs when Ryan left and his job was up for grabs and I was kind of like, yo, hello, me, me, me. Like, you know, I'm one of the best that ever did it. And I, <laughs> And um, I had talked to him before, and he was like, hey, Ed, I already hired, blah, 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 blah. I gave him a call. You know, I just didn't think he thought anything of me. And I was wrong. You never know who's watching you, y'all. 
You never know, man. And thank you, Reggie Rouskill. I'm having a the best time on the radio that I've had in a long time, and that includes my Chicago gig. I'm telling you, I'm having a good time because I'm with a PD that actually fucking gets it. Like, we could change songs on the fly. Like, if I'm talking, like, last week was my first week. I was talking about UTFO, and I was on the phone with Bowlegged Lou, and we are talking about UTFO, and he slides me a note saying, we're going into Roxanne, Roxanne right after this. Um, he slides me show prep that reminds me that Jesse D died, and he asked me, what Force MD song should we play? That didn't happen. It didn't happen in Chicago. That's for sure. I would have been told, oh, just play the bed. You know, I'm getting ready to start working with Skip Dillard. He's a brother that gets it. He gets it. The other people that I work with, they don't, know, Ooh, don't let's not go against, you know, let's not put an extra song in. People may turn away. Come on. If it's classics and it's throwbacks, people understand when somebody passes away. These guys made a montage for City Poitier and put it in for me to lead to. Like, hey, we got this this thing, and then after he says, Mr. Tibbs, we coming back to you. I could not have done that, not at 102.9 and not in Chicago at 104.3 Jams. To right now, I've said Sidney Poitier died, but we didn't do a montage or anything special for such an iconic brother because they don't want to go against the grain of the playlist. So I'm saying that to say I'm fucking happy and ecstatic and thankful and grateful to be working at V103, to be working with Super Producer Chris on this podcast and Cam P on my Patreon platform, to be almost to a space where I'm... I can't even talk. I don't even want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it. I got somebody interested in the movie that I wrote. And it's big people. To be doing that, to be at V103, to, 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 to about to be on 97, 94.7, the block in New York. To work with Skip Dillard, who I know gets it. Grateful and humble. Stay that way, y'all. Stay that way. Be blessed, y'all. Okay, keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week on my 200th episode of Killer Son, the podcast, where my guests will be Dr. Dre and T Money from Your MTV Raps. We're going to talk the good, the bad, and the ugly of working at MTV and the trials and tribulations that we've gone through working in the entertainment business, how it helped us, how it hurt us. We're going to talk about all of that, and we're going to keep it 100% real. The 200th episode of Come On, Son, the podcast will be special. So please make sure you don't miss it. It's Come On, Son, the podcast. I'm Ed Lover. I approve this message, and I get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I love y'all. Bye. Come on, son. What the fuck is the deal? Come on, son. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. 
This episode of Come On Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Be sure to check out the return of Come On Son, the web series exclusively on Patreon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.